0: hello and welcome to the gram radio podcast please make sure you are subscribed on youtube and following on both spotify and instagram all of the merch is on gramradio.com and there's some other cool stuff on gramradio.com too enjoy the show hello and welcome to the gram radio podcast All right, this is literally podcast number seven today, and I believe that this is day four of you doing the OBJ festival and year nine of you being an MC for festivals much like this. Yep. Is that about accurate? That's accurate. Are, are our collective brains a baked potato right now?
1: I tell you what, it's something.
0: Yeah. Um, I feel like you and I have had very, se- very separate and very different um, weekends. <laughs> I got here today, but I did other shit this weekend, but today was pretty crazy. We had very separate and different weekends, but we share one common thing. Collectively, we have about two brain cells left. Is that about right? I'd say so. Yeah. Like, I have, like, one. Well, I, I probably have, like, one and a half. You probably have half. And, like, just because you've been out here for, four, like, four days. Yeah. How, wait, how many days have you been out here?
1: Uh, I flew in from Colorado Wednesday. Nice. Okay.
0: Got here at like 6 a.m. Jesus. So, and did you come straight here?
1: Uh, no, nah, I went to my friend Juan's house and uh, you know took a little nap. He got all his stuff together, and then we made our way out here. Nice. Saw all the fam. You know, Wookie Wednesday. We had cope.
0: Oh, dude, Dennis was on. Uh,
1: Dennis. It was a special cope show. Oh. People are gonna have to see uh see some videos. I don't want to release everything. Well. When do you think those videos will be released? Probably already up. Honestly. Okay,
0: so tell me, why, why was it a special Cope show? This isn't live.
1: Uh, it was a special Cope show because a lot of our family were up there on the stage. You know, Cope is a big, uh, how do you say, support beam of the Tampa Bay music scene. And a lot of the underlings, the new musicians, the ones who grew up seeing them, got to go up and play with them and nice. have a good family time.
0: And that's what See one thing that I was talking to Dennis about When it came to COPE Is just how inclusive Like not only like like, Because they are an an inclusive band But how inclusive the Tampa Bay music scene is
1: Dude there's nothing like it It's incredible I've been all over the country There's
0: nothing I mean when they want to fly me back I'm always with it Dude um, So you've been in the music scene for a little bit So a little bit about me Because you know we haven't really like talked You don't really know me I don't really know you um I'm an attorney. I just became an attorney in um in November and I am a full-time attorney, but when I'm not an attorney, I'm a podcaster. Nice. And it's very much like like 50% of my time is being an attorney, 50% of my time is podcasting, and then 0% of my time is anything else. I'm completely fucking obsessed with this shit.
1: Yeah, I also do tree work like I'm an arborist, so Yeah. Eighty percent of my time is being up in a tree cutting them down, that's and imbe- twenty percent of the year is going around to festivals and doing shows. Really?
0: Yeah. Um. So, that's cool. Look at us. <laughs> We're two very busy people, man. Like it's it, a blessing. We do cool things. Like we do things that we want to do that makes us happy. Exactly. So, are, wait, it's called. Like, so, you're an arborist. Is that what? Is that the? Yeah, proper that's the, that's the
1: term for my my day gig. Okay, you know.
0: Climbed so, what's like a what's like a day to day in the life of an arborist?
1: Well, you wake up about six thirty in the morning. You go to the lot. You get the dump truck. You check everything in the truck, make sure it's all right. Get all your gear. Sharpen my saws. Make sure that my ropes are fine. You know, safety precautions first thing, and then we get to the job site. And you eye it out. You look around. You see where the hazards are. You, you pick up the targets. And then I shoot my line up there, and uh, I'm in a tree about...
0: Wait, what, When you say you shoot your line, what does that well, mean? I have
1: a slingshot. And oh, I, you have
0: a slingshot.
1: Because some of these trees are like 60, 65 Wait, feet tall.
0: When I think of slingshot, I think of like I have a twig, and I have a rubber band, and I'm going like that. But I feel like what, I, what I'm imagining your slingshot to be is a little bit more high-tech like, and powerful than uh, what I'm describing. Is that it's right? like an eight-foot eight pole with okay. the There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you don't have like some David and Goliath like little. Oh no! Nah. No, it's like an industrial size slingshot. Yeah, professional. Yeah. Um, have you ever thought about like taking it for a ride, like getting in it and then like seeing how far it would take you? Like, nah. Do you think that would work? Do you think no. you'd go anywhere? No. No, dude, that would be very dangerous and aggressive. Dude. I mean, wait. So, okay, so you attach a string to this to the slingshot, mm-hmm. and it like loops around a tree. Is that about right? Uh, you shoot it over a branch,
1: you. Dude,
0: you, got, you gotta make sure hold that you. branch yeah. is. N- the, have you had some sketchy situations? Oh yeah. Oh, dude, that's gotta be so. I mean, scary. I've been an
1: arborist for the last four years, so like. Okay. When you're learning things, you kind of get overconfident. Definitely slipped out of a tree a
0: couple times. <laughs> how, how, what's the furthest that you've fallen out of a tree, dude? Uh, maybe six feet, seven feet. I mean, dude, six, seven feet is a significant amount of feet. Like, you're a skinny guy. like yeah. you, like you, So, like, um, like if you were to fall, your top weight may, may not, like, affect, like, your ankles as much as, like, maybe a guy like me. But nonetheless, seven feet is not something to be fucking with. I mean, but, it's, dude, there's been people who have fallen, I'm sure, way more.
1: It's about fall preparation, you
0: know? What do you mean? <laughs> What's fall it, preparation?
1: It's uh, being precautionary. If you have the whim that you're going to fall... Know how to fall It's okay to fall
0: How do you fall? Like not on your back
1: Usually on my side
0: Okay yeah mm. that makes sense Yeah th- I, when I, I skateboarded back in the day And it was, it's important to know how to fall Oh yeah You know bro I feel like it's in, I feel like that can be a metaphor for music as well Like if you play a wrong note Then just keep playing it You know like uh, see what happens uh, Like okay Chick Corea says that there's no wrong notes Only uh, new opportunities
1: And they call that jazz
0: yeah 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 well like you know jam band can be very jazzy like dude trey i mean what
1: what is a jam band it's a a descendant of all the genres with people's feelings their passion being how do you say exchanged over genre lines
0: passed down generations yeah man
1: yeah we're just fruits from the seeds that created
0: dude yeah You, you know you make a good point man what, what's like, uh, so you've been in the scene emceeing for a while. Yeah. Uh, okay, if you were to emcee and like, bring on Graham Radio, how would you do it?
1: I'd probably use my deeper voice. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our favorite podcaster coming to us from wherever he's uh, from. Tampa. This is Graham from Tampa. Where, 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 where. where the people at? Make some noise. You see, I kind of lost my voice. This what weekend, up? This I'm is Graham Radio
0: coming to you live from OBJ. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Only oh, good vibes out ex- here. Is that
1: extra food? <gasps> oh, snap. Oh my god, dude. I love this time of the day. Dude. Like it's- at the end of the weekend, all of the vendors are like, hey, we've got all this great stuff. Does your oh, staff want some food? Dude, I'm so
0: hungry. You better get some. Oh my god. Do you think that they'll actually give me something? Dude, that'd be in- that'd be incredible. I'm a big food guy. I love I love Bro, I feel like you like sushi. I am definitely not a sushi guy. Really? Yeah, no. That is very surprising. I don't know why. I thought that you would like, really like sushi. No. Do you like Italian? I, I don't really like food. Really? Yeah. Well, you're a skinny guy. Makes sense. I mean, I fast a lot. What, um, how, what's the longest that you fasted for?
1: Mm, well, I, I, I grew up in a church, so we would fast for weeks on end.
0: Uh, so what, um, when you say you fast for weeks on end, I'm assuming that you eat a little bit. Like, no, or Just no, Just, like, no, just like, water.
1: Like, Just water for weeks. Like two, three weeks, yeah.
0: Damn. What happens to your body when that happens?
1: Regeneration. What does that mean? Your body regenerates when you fast.
0: It it kicks in some
1: kind (laughs) of natural uh, like uh, survival instincts. Okay. And they produce reproductive cells for you.
0: What's the benefit of fasting?
1: I think it's great balanced health. Because it shows your body that, hey, I know you need some breaks. And maybe the system that's programmed in our natural eating isn't the proper way. Yeah. You know, I don't believe three meals is, is appropriate for, for humans. I think it's supposed to be snacks and one good meal. Um,
0: do see, that makes a lot of sense, man. Because I think that, like, um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not a sociologist. I'm not a sociologist. Yeah. But I'm a big believer in, like, questioning things, oh, like, yeah. like questioning everything. Like, why... Th- who said three meals a day? What's the story behind that, you know? Like, is that just to get people to eat? Like, three big a meals a day? Bag. Like, three you know? big meals a day is, like, That's very, tough. very aggressive. Dude, see, my problem is, like, if I'm even a little bit hungry, mm-hmm. I cannot go to bed. Like, uh. like, it's... And, you know what, man? Honestly, I think that I could train myself out of that, but, the, like, it would be... It would be a grueling time. It would probably be very beneficial because, like, a lot of benefit comes from being uncomfortable. Like, uncomfortable situation yields amazing results.
1: Growth comes from uh, uncomfortability and trauma. You know.
0: Yeah, it's true, man. Yeah, and then you got to pivot and keep moving forward. But all like, about progress, dude. It uh, is, every man. day. Have you noticed yourself getting better at MCing? Yeah, it's uh, like in the in the beginning. Like, how? Like, what was the first thing that you emceed for?
1: Um. Hmm. I think it was the Monster Mash in Sarasota uh, when was that? Like two thousand and twelve? Two thousand
0: eleven. Ha- what other festivals have you MC'd at?
1: Uh Swanee Rising, Hulaween Big What, uh Soul Shine. Are you going to
0: Hulaween this year? Oh yeah. Dude Hool-a-ween's They just a had blast. me
1: uh Paul had me in as their guest. Yeah? Yeah. For the last Swanee Rising.
0: Wait, explain what that means.
1: That means uh, they played for my flight, got me all situated, Dude. and allowed me to MC over the weekend as the guest of the festival.
0: That is a really fun time. Bro. I can only imagine, man. Bro. Yeah.
1: It's like, it takes time.
0: You, you know, know, okay, here's what I think of MCing, and I would love to know your thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. Being the MC at a music festival is like being a kicker on a team. Like, you don't do, like... Like, tons and tons and tons and tons and tons tons of work all the time. But your job is integral. It is so important. And you need to have a good kicker. You need to have a good MC.
1: Well, I would say the MC is more like the quarterback. Okay. Because if you could tell by my voice, I've definitely been putting in the hours.
0: Yes, yes, yes. But, like, uh, uh, like, do you understand what I'm saying here? No, I understand what you're saying, but it's
1: more of a quarterback. Okay, okay. You know? The quarterback comes on, he throws the ball, it has to be good, uh-huh. get everybody hyped up. He sits back after the team let the team go. The team is the band. See, I like that a lot. And then the, the field would be. You know what, man? I retract
0: staff. my statement. I retract my statement. The MC is like the quarterback because without the MC, who's going to, how is anybody going to catch the ball? You, you know? need a
1: good ringleader.
0: Exactly, you know? man. Exactly. If you don't have a good MC, then like no one's going to know what's happening next. I mean, mean, haven't you been to a
1: festival without MCs or with crappy MCs? Like people um, miss the fact that uh, uh, Don Cornelius. Don Cornelius is who? From Soul Train. Okay. He was the host. Nice. He was the real host. And it's an integral part to have a personality on your stage to make sure that the people's vibes are well, make sure that it's going the direction that you want it to because in, without a conductor, the staff don't want to get on stage. Mm-hmm. The, the owner of the festival don't want to get on stage. Yeah. And the band, I feel they deserve a good opener. Yeah. They deserve a good closer. If they're coming out here and they're putting all that time in to make a good show, we don't need somebody to come up here and be like, Hey, here's a band. I think they're okay from uh where are you from? Where 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 are you from? <laughs> you know that I, I I don't think that's the way it works. You need and, and being here at an OBJ is completely different than a lot of the festivals I go to because ev- everyone around here I'm constantly keeping them on the river of good vibes. Hey, how you doing? You having a good time? Awesome. Thanks for being here. Smiles, you know, fist bumps. Trying to be as safe as I can. Yeah, fist bumps
0: because you know COVID.
1: Yeah, I mean I got my vaccine, but I still nice. want to be careful for for other people. I guess I don't know that kind of sounded...
0: Rich. you know what? Um, in the last podcast that I did with uh with uh, Tony, Tony Tyler, yeah, um, he is super well versed. Yeah, on, that's my best like, friend, Allman Brothers and stuff. Yeah. Very cool guy. Uh, it was a pleasure. He grew up in
1: him. uh he grew up in Dublin, right down the street from Macon, where. Uh, for the big houses, the Almond Brother Big House? Really. Like well, his, his his family used to be right here
0: with the Almond Brothers. Yeah. Like. That's insane. Yeah, he was telling he was saying a lot of very interesting things about the Almond Brothers that like I, I've just never heard before. Right. Like, and I'm not like a historian on mm-hmm. the Almond Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is. And he his like what he does is very like musical. And one of the things that you said in this podcast, you're like Don Cornelius, the host of Soul Train. And I, I don't think that it's um, much of a stretch to assume that you probably know some history uh, related to... Yeah. yeah. I and mean, I him, love Him music. and I were discussing how important it is, like, if you are doing something, you should know the history of what you're doing. Yes. Because that way, you recognize the mistakes that people made, recognize the accomplishments that people made, and you can base your decisions on a lot of past events so that you can be as successful as possible and that you can more by successful I mean you can be the best MC possible right you know like, like that, that's it's all thing.
1: about the vibe sometimes I come up and I'm like loud and exciting sometimes I see everybody's tired and I coax them up mm-hmm. you know hey you're not over yet don't forget that this is our life and time is fleeting so please enjoy it you know,
0: and people are like, "Yeah, that's right." Time He's made. right. Let me get out of this Time chair. fleeting. Hey,
1: hmm. uh, who wants to go get a drink? Bring a drink. We're at a festival. Hey, Let's go party. get down,
0: get down, get down, get. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> um. So jam bands and stuff, of mm-hmm. course, awesome. Do you like any electronic music?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Break science. Oh yeah. Big gigantic. No, so you
0: you like PL? Pretty lights. Oh yeah dude definitely amazing man so uh, th- actually on Friday mm. it was uh, my buddy's wedding and I DJ for the wedding mm. he's a huge pretty lights guy okay. like has seen pretty lights 12 or 13 times nice. all across the country dude I played so much pretty lights at this wedding dude it was bananas right. because like a, like how ha- the the crowd was split. It was half like Pretty Lights people, mm-hmm. half reggaeton and pereo, Ooh. and I have a lot of experience DJing both. Ayo. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was just a straight up party. Like apparently, a lot of the people after were like, "Yeah, the music was incredible," which is such a great. Uh, uh, I love that, That's, um, uh, compliment. Well, I couldn't think of the word compliment for a second. Sorry, this is podcast number seven today, <laughs> dude. I have never done this many podcasts in one day. It is lit.
1: Dude. Well, you should uh, you should think about coming out every year to OBJ because this is something completely different than any other festival that I've been through.
0: I mean, dude, if I didn't have other shit to do this weekend, I would have been doing this every single day. Like, the, I would have been out here, like, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but I already had Friday Saturday, and Saturday booked. Yeah. yeah like, that, dude, the, the whole reason that I'm out here is, like, um, Julian from Siobhan's band, the okay. For- Siobhan and the Force. Yeah. Um, Julian is the act- absolute homie, and um, him and Siobhan were telling me that I should come out here yeah. and, and do this and that's how I'm out here because they were like hey you should come to Orange Blossom Jamboree for sure yeah OBJ not Odell Beckham Jr. the homies yes they definitely throw down too oh they're so lit dude, they're, they're, both their been set on the pod, was amazing like, yeah dude I've, they perform so much in Tampa man she's saying Whitney,
1: like, she Whitney Houston bro I missed like, that bro, I mean, oh my god I wasn't here <laughs>
0: Definitely a tearjerker. Ugh.
1: You never think you'd hear that in a, in a music festival.
0: Dude, she's you know? so cool, man. She came on the podcast about a month and a half ago, mm-hmm. and it was just the silly... We didn't talk about music, or like, like Siobhan, had a good time at all. We literally just goofed around for an <laughs> hour and a half and drank a full bottle of wine. Nice. dude. And it like we basically just... That podcast is the recording of us becoming besties. Ah. Like, dude. She she is just the absolute coolest. Yeah, man. she is she is phenomenal. Julie, she was
1: on American Idol yeah. and, and a whole bunch of other things. Real down, she's from a down to earth person. Like I love the diversity of this festival. Yeah. She came out there, she put that soul on the stage, boy.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. Damn. She does not hold back. <laughs> when she performs, it's like ah! Like, I've seen her perform before, and she literally turns to Julian and is like, Julian, I want to get weird. (laughs) Yeah, but the thing with Julian is, like, Julian's just so cool and, like, so chill. He's like, yeah, okay, Siobhan, like, come on.
1: (laughs) Shoot, at the Campground Jam last night, she had all the musicians and the band saying, I like big butts and I cannot lie. It was so weird. It got freaky, bro. Holy cow. That sounds so fun. But that's one of the great things also about OBJ is that, we are such a, uh, there's such a good chemistry with the family, the Central South Florida tribe, that we can get 70 different musicians on, on stage to have a good time. You know, they all live miles and miles away. How often do you get to go to the campsite and hear three, four more hours of amazing music? Other festivals out here, they, they, they're like, hey, we got a set schedule. <laughs> okay. I know the or there's no orange. Well or well okay,
0: <laughs> I gotta say though, sometimes that's that schedule it g- it goes on pretty late. Li- like dude, Bonnaroo. Ah uh, yeah. Yeah, like dude Bonnaroo, those like that schedule is gonna go until six AM.
1: But think about uh Calliope. Like think about the Nth Power. Some of the best bands have come from experiences like that.
0: Oh yeah. Oh so yeah. we should be
1: we should nurture that, you uh-huh, know? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, they, they were up there. They got paid for a set. That's awesome. But now they want to hang out with their friends that live 10, you know, 20 hours away.
0: Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, like, a big theme that I've recognized with all the guests that have come on is, like, all these bands are friends with each other. Oh, yeah. Everyone is so excited to see each other. We love each other. OBJ is like camp. Like, OBJ is literally like, hey, we're going, like, like when I would go to camp, you know, I'm a Jewish, I'm a Jewish person. Mm-hmm. Every summer, I'd go to Camp Blue Star. And every summer, I was so excited to see my homies. Sam, Blake. Ah. Like, oh, my God. And that's kind of what, the, at least my interpretation of
1: This is a business. family reunion.
0: Yeah, we- it's literally a family And re- I said that earlier today. God, I've been podcasting all fucking day. Holy shit, my brain hurts. <laughs> <laughs> well, we yeah, take the it's initiative. It's straight-up family reunion. You
1: know, like they say, if you, if you want real friends and, and people you can trust, you got to take the initiative in their lives. So we have a true love out here. You know, I, I've seen people—how do you say—project love and, and put these images of love. But there's something natural of these Florida grounds, man. i will i never stop flying back here as long as they keep having me.
0: Wait, so did you—did you move from here?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, when? Uh, I left Florida s- five years ago.
0: Oh, okay. To, to move to Denver?
1: No, I moved to uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. Really? Yeah. Is that
0: where the airport is?
1: In Greensboro? Uh, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is it called? Yeah, uh, yeah. There's yeah. that little mini air, There's an airport it's there. It's a
0: small one, but it's there. Yeah, the only reason works. I know that is You
1: know, Frontier gets style. you in quick, in quick in there.
0: Wait, so how long were you in Greensboro for?
1: Uh, About three years.
0: Why, why Greensboro?
1: Hmm. Well, I got offered a job. What was the job? Uh, it was a painting job.
0: Painting job, cool.
1: Um, Arboring. No. <laughs> I, I wasn't in Arbors yet. Right. Um... Uh, the money started to get short down here in Florida. Got you. And things got tough, and I got offered a job, and I took a swing.
0: And how yeah. long were you in Greensboro for?
1: About three, three and a half years.
0: About three and a half years, okay. And then you moved from Greensboro to Denver about two and a half years ago. Is that about right? A year and a half. A year and a half. Sorry, my math yeah. is all, sorry, this is my millionth podcast of the day. My brain, my brain stopped working. You
1: know, Greensboro is uh, the running grounds of big something and the mantras hope nobody's
0: all right so um electronics are exploding and we need to uh end the podcast um but it's about that time okay yo say goodbye say goodbye
1: hey my name is pk mc make sure you come out to orange blossom jamboree the best festival in the world i'll see you soon everybody love you peace